It's Tuesday, December 2nd, 2014. The window for action is rapidly closing. UN Climate Summit underway to map the future of global warming. Nine miles of the Pacific Coast Highway west of Los Angeles are still blocked by mud and debris. California hit by record rain in the midst of record drought. Oil prices dropped again yesterday. The global implications of falling oil prices, plus... The hospital mortuary can't cope with the dead body. The toxic legacy of the world's worst industrial accident 30 years later. All of those industrial accidents and toxic legacies straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Uh, We can't shift that scientific reality. So what we have to do is shift the political reality. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Is it my imagination or is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation getting into our snarky comment game? Yeah, well, good luck with that. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, just so our listeners out here in California do not get alarmed, That stuff that is falling out of the sky, that is known as rain. Uh, (laughs) And it has been falling here now for a couple of days, which is something that people who may have moved here two or three years ago have never seen before. Yeah, it's pretty shocking that finally California, amid a record drought, is now finally getting some rain. Record rain, no less, although it's nowhere near enough to end the record drought. It is causing all kinds of problems, however, given the fact that we haven't had any substantial rain for about the past three years in the midst of this record drought. So we've had wildfires, the ground is scorched, and now we're seeing mudslides and a lot of evacuations up and down northern and southern California. Yep, it's the swing in extreme weather events from extreme drought to extreme rain. I wish someone had warned us about all of this. Speaking of which, what else do you have for us today? Funny you should ask. Today in Lima, Peru, the United Nations Climate Summit is now underway for the next two weeks in the next phase of negotiations to achieve a binding international treaty to cut global greenhouse gas emissions that cause global warming. The longer we delay, the more difficult, the more intractable, and the more expensive actions will be. That was UN Chief Scientist Dr. Rajendra Pachari, again warning the delegates that time is running out. They're attempting to achieve a binding international treaty to cut greenhouse gas emissions that cause global warming, even as global warming is already changing weather patterns around the world. Or, as the Australian Broadcasting Corporation might say... Yeah, well, good luck with that. <laughs> well, this phase of negotiations is getting to the brass tacks, divvying up responsibilities of who will cut emissions, how much and how soon, and how those cuts will be very verified going forward. Thanks to the recent historic agreement between the U.S. and China to cut their emissions, the diplomats say they're optimistic that other nations will follow through as well, increasing the odds of an effective treaty to be signed in Paris next year. But there's a catch. Oil prices dropped again yesterday, this time approaching $70 a barrel after the OPEC cartel decided not to cut production levels. Prices for crude have dropped by more than 30 percent since the summer. That's good news for drivers and the U.S. economy, but it has serious implications for climate change and for volatile countries whose budgets are based on fossil fuel revenue like Iran, Venezuela and Russia. 
On PBS NewsHour, oil industry analyst Kevin Book says OPEC may be trying to put pressure on U.S. oil producers. A lot of our new oil, the shale oil and the oil from other tight formations that you hear so much about, actually is a little bit expensive relative to the world market. Analysts say OPEC may be trying to starve out U.S. oil producers who have very low profit margins. Finally, this week marks a sober anniversary, 30 years since the disaster in Bhopal, India, the worst industrial tragedy in world history, when a massive cloud of poison gas leaked from a union carbide pesticide factory into the city. The hospital mortuary can't cope with the dead body. It was the worst industrial disaster in history. On that toxic night in December 1984, the wind direction determined whether you lived or died. Within three days, 8,000 people were dead. Tens of thousands more died later. Half a million ingested the poison and survived. The toxic legacy continues today with high rates of severe birth defects and cancers. The plant is still there 30 years later, still leaking toxic chemicals. But U.S.-based Dow Chemical, which bought Union Carbide after the disaster, says it is not responsible for cleaning up the toxic site. Listening to some of the old reports, this note from John Cochran on NBC News back in 1984 as the disaster was unfolding is troubling, to say the least. Another accident on this scale seems unlikely, but India does not have enough skilled workers and inspectors to enforce safety regulations. So industrial safety will largely be left up to the conscience of Western companies here. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and the ones we could not get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Download our reports anytime via iTunes, Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>